Brought to you by the Mutual Audio Network. Don't leave home without it. The following audio drama is rated PG-13, suggesting that all children under the age of 13 should listen accompanied with an adult. Previously on Wormwood, Dr. Xander Crow has chased his vision to the old Tibbert house to find himself trapped with as many new mysteries as partial answers. Now, a prisoner to the cryptic object, Dr. Crow fears that he's slipping into madness more and more with the passing of each lonely day. But his understanding and his escape will have to wait as a new threat has surfaced. vision of a drowned woman, Dr. Xander Crow has found himself trapped in the mysterious town of Wormwood, a prisoner within the old house atop the hill. Now, as secrets are revealed and horror becomes undeniable, sinister new shadows have begun to creep across this strange town, lost forever at the crossroads of darkness and fate. Welcome to Wormwood. Episode 4, Thinning, Part 1. Written by Jeremy Rogers. my eye. Moving my things. Specifically, my bottle of whiskey. Now, 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 now. This hallway leads only to this door and this door to the basement. If in the end it turns out that I am not as madly inept as they say, then this is all too likely some sort of a trap. Hmm? And if so, you'll have to forgive me for being up to snuff on bad horror cinema. Research, it excludes nothing. There it is, my idiot haunt, uh, the fact I cannot be lured into yet another clichéd set piece. Is that how it's going to be? Down into the basement, then. I should warn you, I'm not the guileless half of a newly married twosome easily frightened by noises that go bump in the night. My name is Dr. Xander Crow, and I will... Just sit the bottle down where I can find it in the dark, and I will play nice. Please. Here, exploding! 
Light bulbs? How haunted house of you! <laughs> so it goes, I suppose. Ah, light makes people lazy. Of course, you wouldn't know it, my friend, but I'm more awe-inspiring in the shadows. Ah, oh, friend? Are you my friend? My dear old chum who carries the shadow with each step, Mr. Mysterio, who strangled me and clocked me over the head and left me unconscious in the street. Is it you? You've been watching me since the night Phineas died. The same night I inherited this old, dark house. I'm keen to your games, your dumb tricks of peripheral motion and nocturnal spooking. Truth be told, you are one bore of an unwelcome guest and you are no friend of mine! You want me deeper into the basement? You're leading me to find something? Huh? A clue? Is that it? If only I cared. Ugh. Mud. And more mud. A busted foundation wall spilling earth. Fifteen feet of black granite soil above. This basement is a coffin. Conjurations etched neat into the masonry. Is this... This is bone. Littered, black and smooth. Not a tomb. This is where the... This is where the muddy man was born. This was his door. Oh, right. Oh, good. How sidetracked I can be. You should commiserate over a cup of coffee with my assistant, Sparrow. The here and now is meant for you, my boring haunt. How could I have forgotten? Go on, men. Skip to the end. Son of a bitch! My head! My whiskey! You are a wretched ghost, a palfrey whiff of a real spirit. You knew it was my last bottle. Oh! See, there's valid time-testing haunting tactics, and there's this just plain mean. The door, open it! Wasn't I clear when I said I'm not playing along? You've led me around this house for an hour still, and you've wasted the last of my whiskey. And for what? Open the door! An hour after sunset, and I'm on my way back to the station. The days are getting longer, I know. And I know that my absence around the home is taking a toll on you and me. I know this. But I've got an obligation, Irene. Somebody has to be out there for the fight. Ah! Oh! Coffee's still super hot! I love the thermos you got me for my birthday, Irene. Who knew they made Judge Reinhold merchandise from Beverly Hills Cop 2? Mm. This Tanzanian pea berry is really growing on me. Okay, focus now. One last stop of the day here at the old Tibbert house. The lights are on, and all appears fine. Except there's a killer taking sanctuary inside, so all's not well. It's time for me to pay a visit to Dr. Xander Crow. 
and, you know, keep the heat on. This is Wayne Drexel. This is Wayne Drexel's Justice Journal. Signing off. Wayne. Wayne, are you there? It's Tom. I need you to pick up if you can hear me. We've got a shotgun missing from the case here at work. Now, Wayne, you know these are police issue. You can't check one out like a, a book from the library. Wayne? If you say you're out at the lake hunting quail one more time... Wrong kind of bird, Sheriff. Dr. Crow? It's Deputy Wayne Drexel. Um, Wormwood Sheriff's Department. <sighs> this is it, Deputy. No, Wayne. This is it, Wayne. You prepare yourself for night after night. Oh, dear God. Okay. It's okay. That's my adrenaline. Good. It's supposed to happen. It's power. Soak it in. Soak it in. Soak it in. Doc? Dr. Xander Crow? Yeah, yes? Are you alone in there? Uh, more or less. De Deputy Drexel? Is that you out there? I need you to open the door, Doc. Open it slowly. My gun has been drawn. The door is stuck. Maybe you'd like to give it a try. All right. Just step away from the door. And don't try anything funny. No sudden moves, okay? Gun. Remember? Oh, come on. That was too easy. This is a slight against me, isn't it? What the hell have I ever done wrong to the spirit world? On second thoughts, just don't answer that one. Who are you talking to, Doc? Uh, oh, my... You're bleeding. Man, yes, my head. Such is the trauma of a good single malt. And you're drunk. Only on the outside. What? You might want to think about holstering that pistol, Deputy. The danger has moved on to less formidable foes. Hurry, because you look as if you're about to pass out. I'm a little dizzy. Adrenaline rush? Oh, yeah. I think maybe I, I'll lean here against the wall for a minute. <sighs> what were you doing down there in the basement, Doc? I was trying to get out. What are you doing here, Deputy? Come to harass me some more, I presume? Well, you did kill Julian Callender. And even if nobody cares, I don't get the day off. If only I could find his body. When are you going to let it go, man? I heard Lamora Haskell's confession. It's out of my hands. See, there's crime, and then there's punishment. You are privy to know that her confession was hormonal and retracted. Still, your good old Sheriff Bradley doesn't want me to leave town just yet. How much more law does it take to make you happy? I also have a pretty good hunch that you killed Phineas Tibbert for his house. This house?! It's a landmark. So is Alcatraz. One of these days, I'll find something. And Tom will come to his senses. 
and then justice will be served. Dr. Crow, I'm back. I snatched a bottle of your favorite whiskey from my bar. You've been working so hard on that antique box of yours, I thought you might be running low on booze. Oh, hi, Deputy Drexel. Miss Haskell? You left your police cruiser lights on. My God, Sandra, what happened to your head? You're bleeding. You two are living together? Did he shoot you? No, Deputy Drexel just stopped by to open the basement door. Wayne, what did you do to him? Nothing. Nothing. I came by to talk. Sure you did. That's what you do, right? Talk with your gun sitting in your lap? Why can't you just leave us alone? Uh, Okay, but it's Deputy Drexel now? No, no. You shut up. You get out of here, Wayne. Okay? Uh Uh-oh, the missus has called curfew. And just when our game was getting dull and dreadfully laughable, the nag never lets me hang with the boys. Ew. Ouch. Oh, poor Xander. Come on, let's get you up into the bathroom so I can... Yes, good idea. Do you mind, deputy? I guess I should be going. There's still a quarry to patrol. Until next time, then. Same bat time. Same bat channel. Ah! Darn it! Why do you always do that? Mm, because you continue to fall for it. And because I like to see that brain of yours crash against your skull. You're kind of a bully. Goodbye, Wayne. That's Deputy Wayne. And lock the door when you leave. With all due offense to local law enforcement, Wormwood has gone to the hounds. Come on, baby. Upstairs. That's hellhounds. I just don't feel safe anymore. Does it hurt? A little. Did you ever have one of those dinners where you sit at the table without saying a word and neither of you even wants to talk? Let go of the button, Tom. Finger off that radio button. There's been a major development out of the old Tibbert house. I tell you, last night, all I wanted to do was grab my plate and go catch the end of the game on the tube. Did you ever get that with Irene? No, I, I Poor baby. Do you want me to kiss it and make it better? Tempting, but I'm afraid you'd expect me to return the favor. I know, just the aching spot. Stop! Just a little. Lamora, stop. I'm not a boyfriend or a husband. I'm not even a dead stepfather. That's okay, because you're here. And you let me move in with you after what I tried to do to you. You were scared. I was scared. And I was trapped. And I didn't want to be all alone in Steve's house. I'm not mad. You're not? But I can't do this. I think you can. No, no. I think you want to. Mm, No, Lamora, no. Take off your gloves, Xander. Let me feel that dead hand of yours on me. Lamora! It's not happening. Uh, This isn't what you need. God damn it. You think you know what I need? When is it ever about anybody other than you? That's not on behalf of my ego. That's the horrific circumstance of my life. Why can't you let me have you? Why don't you want me at all? I can be anything. Nobody stays close to me long enough to see that I can be special. I can be worth something to you. You'll see. Take off your pants. Please. For me. Why are you lingering around Wormwood when Hollywood would make you a star? Are you even attracted to me? A star? No, wait. Interstellar. 
the death of eons, the cup, the, ah, the, the, the mass smooth and white, the, the, the weight deceiving. Xander? What? Oh, never mind. I've got to get back to the object. I've been gone too long. What about me? You said you'd help me. You promised that you'd focus on me and fix me. It's a tapeworm. And I've yet to hear of a tapeworm with a sex drive. It's, it's, it's the object that I need. What has it been, an hour or two? It's, it's been too goddamn long. Liar! It's not a tapeworm. It's nothing like that. You said. Whatever it is, it loves you. It, it wants to love you. Well, and it's not my type. You're such a bastard, Xander. So what? Don't be. You don't understand. Okay, I don't understand. I don't. You're edgy and I'm sad. We're not star-crossed. It's okay. There it is again, the word star. I'm sorry. Oh, the Mora, you are a good girl and you do deserve someone to come along and care about you, but it's not me. Not now, anyway. I'm trapped here in this house. Don't you get that? Yeah, I get it. It's okay. Thank you for bandaging my head. Now, where is the whiskey? Obsessing over the intricacies of the beset wording and patterns over the mechanics of these three hinges and the lid. The build is indeed ripe to stir madness, a box, a warning of what is inside, a mystery of the unknowable, consumed by a dark history, a cryptic mythology that nobody knows. There are no scholars, only the fearful. This is the birth, wood and metal, old words and ideas. Paranoia of fear and horror spreads from prisoner to the receptive like radio signals. This is the life. But it needs a transmitter, a guardian to direct the mystery. The puzzle box is foolproof. The danger of being lost is palpable. I can feel it, a... After being exposed to it for just over a month now, the the object might as well be alive because it exists by stimulating a reaction in those exposed to it. Whatever is within knows how to sustain itself. Fear of the mind spreads and creates the only sustaining real-world horror. It's absolutely beautiful. Okay, but I don't get it. This is what brought you to town? Exactly! I didn't get it at first either. I suppose I expected some tangible horror worthy of my reputation. But what does the old box have to do with Emily Saunders being drowned? It was that little boy who killed her. People made the death happen. Real world people who were afraid enough of what is within the box to kill their own. Yeah, but why would they? Because they want it contained at all costs by whoever has the ability. You're not making sense. What does killing anybody have to do with you? Because I was receptive. And now I'm the guardian, you see. It was a summoning. And now you're afraid of it, too? The night I took possession, the lid was cracked. Phineas was old and too weak to control it, and the seal had been broken. 
If the muddy man wasn't here ripping the old man apart, I'm sure that I wouldn't have forgotten to process what I saw. The muddy man? It comes from there? No, not directly. The muddy man is a manifestation of the horror. So it just went around killing all those people because some old man was sitting up here being afraid? That's why Steve was killed? No, Lamora, it's not like that. What happened? What did you see? It's, it's, it's small, round. It has a substantial density to it, white, smooth. But you don't know what it is. And the third angel sounded. And there fell a great star from heaven, burning as if it were a lamp. And it fell upon the third part of the rivers and upon the fountains of waters. And the name of the star is... You're drunk, Xander. Yes, I am, Lamora. Indeed, I am. Ah, yes. And you should pick it up. <laughs> oh, yes, Lamora, pick it up. Hold the box in your hand. I don't want to. It has a power pulsing beyond the timbers of its containment. You can feel it. Come on, Lamora. You wanted to see it? Oh, my God. Are you... Happy? Ha! Happy! <laughs> I'm absolutely furious! I'm falling under its spell and I'm consciously doing so. I want to die! Why not destroy it and leave Wormwood? <laughs> yes, leave Wormwood! You're still mad at me even from before, aren't you? Yeah, a little like Fair that. enough. Now to address your other point of common sense. If only the lid, which is once again sealed, would budge. <clears throat> but no, not even with a chainsaw. I don't know, then. You're crazy. Okay. This has been fascinating and sad. I think I'll go and take a bath. And I will drink and brood. I know you're in here. And I'm beginning to form the impression that you think I'm intruding on your old house. You don't want me here, do you? Hmm? As in my drinking? Where are you hiding? Are you going to reveal yourself this time or attempt to communicate in any way other than heaving objects at my head? Hmm? So predictable. And boring. You're a boring haunt. Ooh. Look, you've led me into another darkened room that will offer no riddles or easy escape. But you see, 
I'm keeping the door open behind me, and this time I won't be cornered. Can't understand what you mumble with an uh, gibberish. What? Are you mumbling an up of the worldly gibberish? But look, I applaud you for making an attempt. I am not dead. Neither am I. And see, you and I have just bonded. Let us drink. Very poor form. Give me back my whiskey. Hey, you missed my head that time. Yes, but you've shattered my last remaining bottle of whiskey against the door. And now here you are mustering through your supernatural thinness to utter the word door like some dumb child overcoming the complexity of pointing to the sun. Bravo! Door! The door won't open. We've played this game before, you and I. It's always the same, so I'm always trapped. God damn it, this haunt of yours doesn't make the least bit of sense. Hey, Xander, you need to come and help me. There's no hot water for the bathtub. Namora! You opened the door, did you? Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. It's kind of tricky, but I did okay in school. Mm-hmm. Nice towel. Well, if you'd fix the water heater, like I keep asking you to do, then I wouldn't have to track you down and expose myself to you in ways you clearly don't like. I need another bottle of whiskey when you get the chance. Soon. Maybe you should lay off. It might help you concentrate. But then my days wouldn't blur. No, 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 no. I need the whiskey. My concentration will come when my assistant gets to town. Sparrow, you really are lost without her, aren't you? The water heater, then. But you're coming with me. I'm not venturing down into that basement alone. You said that you're not scared. Was that another lie? Lamora, we are not alone in this house. Wormwood Crossroads is produced and distributed by Habit Forming Films, LLC, and features the cast of Season 2 characters. Arthur Russell as Dr. Xander Crow, Sonia Perozzi as Sparrow and Rachel Nolan, Scott Olenek as Jacob Kidder, Rob Grindlinger as Sheriff Bradley and Cedric Bloomington, Coralie Nickars as Deidre Frost, Joe J. Thomas as Hank Mason and your announcer, Dave Johnston as Wayne Drexel and Jonathan Kidder. Cheyenne Besize as Lamora Haskell and Sister George. Zachary Folks as Brent Saunders. Andrew Ramirez as Dexter Nolan. Peter Dirksen as Jonesy and Jimmy Details. And introducing Nicole Rayburn as Harmony Barrister. Additional voices provided by the talented cast. Original music compositions by Todd Hodges. The Wormwood writing staff includes David Acampo, Jeremy Rogers, Jeremiah Allen, Rob Allspaugh, Tiffany K. Whitney, and Rick Beta Jr. Wormwood created by David Acampo and Jeremy Rogers. Copyright 2008, Habit Forming Films, LLC. Wormwood is a serialized podcast drama and cannot be distributed in part or whole outside of the podcast format without written consent from the creators. 
For more information on the cast, creators, and individual episode credits, please visit www.wormwoodshow.com. Thank you for listening, and welcome to town. You're listening to Tuesday Terrors on the Mutual Audio Network. Tomorrow is our weekly anthology for science fiction and fantasy as Lothar Tuppen brings you Wednesday Wonders. Subscribe to the full Mutual Audio Network feed for every day of amazing audio or find the Wednesday Wonders feed in your favorite podcast player. And thank you for listening, everybody. The Mutual Audio Network. Listening and imagining together.